I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcia Novelli, founder of the electronic rock band Midnight Soundtrack. This week, we are joined by multi-award-winning actor, producer, and musician Joshua Lee Young. Joshua has built a strong following on YouTube with his vlogs and has starred in numerous short films and web series, including The Social Experiment, I'll Meet You Back There, Royals and Invisible Rockstars. He also starred in NCIS and Dexter and does acting work for Investigation Discovery. His acting has won him multiple awards, including Best Actor at the 2013 Boston International Film Festival and the 2014 London Independent Film Festival and the New Talent Award at the 2014 Hong Kong Asian Film Festival. Joshua is working on numerous new projects at the moment and we're looking forward to hearing all about them and how he's using YouTube and other social platforms to help carve his career in the creative industries. So, hey, Joshua, how's it going? Man, I, I need you guys with me everywhere I go to just <laughs> introduce me to people. That was amazing. <laughs> like, after your introductions, I was worried. I'm like, how, how am I going to follow that? <laughs> but you did yeah, it for you me. You followed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done, you've done a lot of stuff. So, you know, yeah, we don't make this stuff up. This is all... Yeah, we, don't, we, don't make, we just make up all our introductions. We're like, <laughs> total fake. So Joshua, tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Um, that caught me off guard for a second. Three things that everyone should know. Batman, Goku, and Netflix. Can you explain a little bit on each of them? I, I just kind of made that up on the spot okay real, three real things about me i i used to volunteer at a, a daycare and kindergarten class and this kindergarten class was at a thai temple and all the kids spoke thai i didn't speak thai so there was sort of that language barrier there which kind of was a throwback for me because when i was younger in kindergarten i didn't speak english and you know, I was raised by the Asian half of my family, so none of them spoke English. I just spoke Chinese. And uh, I got yelled at the first day of school for going to the bathroom without asking for without asking for permission. Oh, no. Yeah. And second day of school, I just pissed myself on the floor because I didn't want to get yelled at again. And that's when they're like, oh, this little white kid only speaks Chinese for some reason. We should probably put him in a class with Chinese kids. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's one of the one of the main things. I oh I, I get way too addicted to video games too easily. What are and you playing right now? There's this game okay, are, are you familiar with MOBA games like League of Legends, those Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no okay. of them. Yeah, so I, I was playing those like fourteen hours a day on the PC and I'm I'm like pointing over at my PC like you guys can see it. <laughs> um I I uninstalled it from my PC to get away from it 
but I ended up downloading like an identical game on my iPad, so there's just no running from it anymore. <laughs> it's following you on each device. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Netflix, 12 hours a day, that's, that's my life. That's cool. impressive. Yeah, uh, I, I, say imp- I say yeah, yeah. I say impressive hesitantly because I, I don't know if it's productive, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I often, I often, I have like three monitors here, so I often have Netflix going on while I'm doing other work. It's like background noise, or like you're kind of watching something that you don't need to yeah. like watch all the time. Like you know, yeah. not something you want to sit there and like fully watch, but you want to have on. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I or documentaries or something like that. I feel like you don't have to sit there and watch a documentary all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but then sometimes, sometimes you catch yourself like, wait, what did they say? You rewind oh, yeah. it. You rewind a little too much, so yeah, you yeah. go and your email. And then you miss it again. You're like, damn it. And you end up oh, yeah. rewinding like six times. You end up watching like like three hours worth of a one-hour documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you've been building a following on YouTube for the past years. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing on there? <laughs> and also uh, tell us a little bit about how it's helped generate uh, work for yourself as an actor and a producer. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just, I'm, I'm kind of just like pretending to know what I'm doing. I, I, on YouTube, I mainly focus on comedy. I did introduce music at once and then I got busy, but I'm going to be reintroducing music again. So it's going to be primarily comedy and music. Now, how it's generated work for me is that I've had writers and producers and different directors, they've they've come across my videos for whatever reason it may be, whether, um, you know, their daughter had watched my video and thought, Hey dad, look at this guy. And then they'll look into me more and they're like, Oh, this guy's an actor or something like that. Or I also have two web series that are posted on there. So then there's some of the acting that's in there as well. And yeah, I, I, I suppose it's just coincidence or internet randomness that well how important I, I know that you post a video every week i think it's on thursday right yes and how important has that been in building up your audience and fan base do you think i think it's been really important in not so much i think it's more important in keeping the fan base that you have because on the internet it's so easy for people to just forget about you because there's always yeah. somebody else who's going to be better than you at something so you kind of have to step up your game every week and if you don't do that people forget now, if they remember you, then there's a chance of that traditional word of mouth where they go to class and like, oh, yeah, so-and-so just released a video. He's so funny. He does it every week. Whereas if you <laughs> do it like once every three, four months, which is kind of what I did at the beginning, and it was a very slow build. But as soon as I became consistent doing it every single week or every other week, they had something to come back to, and people stuck around, and more people talked about it. Well, I've got a good question. Why did you pick Thursday? Why did I pick Thursday? Because I know I, that when when we were deciding which day to release, like we we do it every Tuesday, and when we were deciding uh, what day to release it, there was a lot of thought put into that actually, um, based on you know when when we think people would be most uh, likely to watch uh, an interview, uh, you know the life of that interview, because being able to promote it throughout the week, because the weekend's kind of a drop down, people don't really. You know, they're not looking, there's not as, as much advertising going on in the weekend, I think, in the internet world, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, what was, what was your thought process behind that? Well, my thought process isn't necessarily the, the smarter method of deciding which day of the week. My thought process <laughs> was I, I sort of just Googled and 
looked for statistics on when people are online the most, just people yeah. in general. That's what we did. So, what, yeah, so one of the things for me was, I think Thursday at noon was one of the things that popped up. I think there was another day that was a, a Monday where it also popped up. But my friend, we, have, we used to have similar fan bases because we kind of started from the same place. And he uploaded his videos on Mondays. So I figured I don't want to fight for the spotlight with him. You know, so I'll right, pick a right. different day. And some of my other friends who were much more successful YouTubers than me at the time, because I picked the schedule a while back, it's probably changed. So they they upload their videos on Thursdays because that's where they get the most success. So I figured, well, well, maybe I'll do the same thing. Yeah, Ross, maybe we should consider. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because we did the same. We kind of did our research on um, different, uh, you know, statistics. And it's funny, so many different websites give such different statistics. And it's also yeah. based on if you're doing video or if you're doing a blog or, you know, what time of day. There's so much to it. Um, for us, yeah, we kind of just wanted to get it out earlier in the week so that we can promote it throughout the week. But we felt that Monday, like a lot of people like kind of the Monday blues. They don't really, I, I feel like a lot of people don't want to sit down and watch something like that. But again, yeah. like that's just my thought. Like you said, your friend's been doing it on Mondays and it's been going well for him. So I, I, it's not a perfect science. I think you, know? the, the, you would have to tailor it to yourself. So you can go and you can check your own analytics and then see when, which days and times your videos are being watched. And then absolutely just based on your time. fan base, their location, the demographic, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, cool. Definitely. Thanks. So you've got a lot of film and TV projects coming up. I was on your IMDb, and it was just like so many things in like pre-production, <laughs> post-production, filming, lots of stuff. So I know you've got Invisible Rockstars, I'll Meet You Back Then, Red Hood Reborn. Um, can you maybe tell us a little bit about the projects and what we can expect uh, from Okay, them? yeah, sure. Uh, Invisible Rockstars is basically about, you know, most, not all of us, unfortunately, but most of us kind of grew up being told that we can, we can do whatever we, we want to do as long as we set our mind to it or as long as we try. But it's right around after you graduate from high school and you're in college, you start to realize that that's not necessarily true. Like, like I can't become president or I can't become Brad Pitt or something like a rock star. Not everybody can become that. And that's, that's the movie's about how you deal with that realization. Like, where does life go on after that? And it revolves around these four characters. They're all friends. And they they go about life the way everyone else does. It's not something that's, you know, lights and fashion and all this glamour. It's about real people and what they really go through. And it's very relatable. Now, for I'll Meet You Back Then, this one's about... <laughs> I don't want to give away too much because there's, there's like a bunch of plot twists in it. But it's basically about a, a husband who feels guilty about his wife dying. He thinks it's because of him neglecting her. And he finds a way to go back in time. And from the day that she dies, he goes back to the day before, and then the day before that. And each day, he's trying to make it up to her, becoming a, becoming a better husband. But he starts to realize that he's going a day backwards. So everything that he does, it doesn't even... She doesn't think it matters because only he remembers. She doesn't remember. So then that puts him in a slump. And then there's much more drama later on. And 
we'll wait till everybody watches the movie to find out what I, happens. I like that. I, I love time travel movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun working on it. I bet. And I feel like I'm horrible at explaining these movie plots. No, I, no, you're, like, you're hooking yeah. me. You're hooking okay, me. Okay, good. Good. Sometimes I don't know if like people are just thinking, "Gosh, shut up already," or if no they're way. actually interested. such an actor is thinking, second guessing everything you're, you're saying and doing. <laughs> My entire life, second know, right? guess. <laughs> and and Red Hood is actually. Are you are you familiar with the the whole Batman family? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, kind of. I, I don't okay. want to say yes because then you're then you're going to ask me something, and I'm like, look, you caught me out. I've got no idea, but I I know a, a tiny bit, a tiny. Okay, bit. so Batman uh, and Robin. There's actually five Robins in total, and the first Robin becomes you know he becomes Nightwing, and then the second Robin he gets killed by the Joker. Spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't bother. <laughs> oops. Um, <laughs> oops. So he comes back to life as Red Hood because he dons Joker's you know, original alias, which Joker used to be called Red Hood. So he takes the name of his killer and he comes back and basically just goes on this rampage in Gotham, like killing all these mafia bosses and gangsters and everything, just like wiping the city clean the way he thinks Batman should be doing. And... Robin number three is Tim Drake, and he's sort of the detective one out of the, the whole group. And so Red Hood, the, the series that I'm attached to, it's, based, it's focused around Batman family and all the crooks around there, but the lead is Red Hood, you know, the, the Robin who gets killed and comes back. And I'm attached as Tim Drake, the, the third Robin. Nice. Are you excited? Or, well, not you excited. You already shot it. How was, how was it shooting that one? We're actually still shooting it. We shot oh. a lot of it, but we're, we're shooting the sequel to it. So it's a lot of fun. I've, I've always wanted to play a comic book hero my, my entire life. That's just one of the things. That and, and being a Power Ranger, like those are my two life goals. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So this, this is probably one of the more fun roles that I've had since the start of my career. Because how, how cool is that to be able to just be one of your heroes? That's awesome. That yeah, I don't think it gets much more awesome than that, unless you're actually them. You know, playing them is great, <laughs> yeah. but then the next level would be actually being them. Now we're blurring the lines <laughs> between happen. reality and fiction. I, <laughs> I like that. I like that's my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so besides an actor, you're also a musician, and you're working on some mu- new music. You said you'd be uh, starting to incorporate music on your YouTube channel a bit more, again, like you used to uh, in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> can, you, can you give us a, a bit of a sneak peek as to what's to come? Oh, gosh. Okay, so right now I do have some music that's on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And I'm just in the middle of transitioning that stuff over to YouTube where I can actually film videos for it. But I'm also working on a new album. And this is this is actually my first album. And I know I just said I already had some music, but the music that I have online right now, they're, they're covers. And the only original that I have online is actually on a friend's album. I was fe- a featured oh, artist on the song. So this is going to be my own album. And it's my first, and I'm really excited about it. And this is going to be... It's it's more pop to pop-punk type feel. I don't know if you're into that, but that's, that's where it's Sure, this yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that must wanna... be exciting. I, I know the feeling of putting out your first, first original piece of music, you know, a collection of songs, and you just must be so stoked. 
I, I am. And I don't want to be one of those people who are just like, you know, this this song, man, this album is going to be different. All right? like, it's going to be like... <laughs> well, wait till you no do like the second or third. You, you can be like, it's better than the... F- it's so much better than the first one. And then like when you're fifth or sixth album in, you can be like, it's going back to our roots because everyone says that. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, tell, so tell uh, how many songs are going to be on? Is it a full-length album, an EP? What is it? The first, the first album is going to be a five-song EP. Well, I, I might change that. Yeah, I'm still in the process of writing and recording of some of them, so I might add more. But right now, I'm set on five songs for now. Cool. Very Ooh. much. And, and do you find that the five songs, is it going to have like a, little, a few different flavors of you, or is it all one consistent sound? Sound-wise, I, I believe it's going to be slightly consistent with variation. Because I, 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 I like right, a lot right. of the genre. So yeah, each song, exactly. I might add something different. I, you know, from the last song, I was like, you know what? I really wish I had this in the last song. I'll put it in this next one. Right, right. I feel like story-wise, though, each song is going to be quite different. And a almost a completely different personality. I, I didn't realize how many different sides to my personality that I had until I was looking at the story behind each story. I was just like, man. The actor makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, my sure. mind goes to some twisted places sometimes. <laughs> nice. Like, like, what was I thinking when I wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, do you have any, uh, I'd love to know if you have any funny audition stories. Uh, we recently had another actor on that said um, that uh, uh, nowadays a lot of auditions are happening via Skype, like via online. Um, you know, have you had any experiences like that? And uh, can you share any funny audition stories with us? Funny audition stories. I don't necessarily have, I don't think I have a funny audition story at the moment. Um, I do know that there was like a funny experience with uh, someone that had cast me with without an audition. Okay, tell us about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I so, want to know. Okay. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I met, I met this producer at a, at a red carpet event and he, uh, this, I feel like this guy could be a Batman character. He can easily be a Batman. Correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. If you have a different opinion. Anyway, so this is, this is what he does, uh, or this is what he did. And I, I actually saw him doing this to everyone else afterwards. Not, not everyone, but every time he thought someone had a good look, he would go to them and he would basically be doing the same thing, and I would just be behind him, miming him, doing the exact same thing. But he'll go up to you and be like, "I got this book. It's a werewolf book, and you, you have a great look." Conversation just goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Which and this guy it? cast you in? It was a film, TV. What, what was what, it? What? Yeah, what did you get cast in? It's a film. It's a it's a six part film. There, yeah. So there's two books that are already released. You know the whole saga thing that Twilight, Harry Potter, like right, the, right, those big franchises are doing. It's it's called Hidden Valley, and. <laughs> Gosh, he's probably going to hate me after watching this because <laughs> I just totally called him out. But but I just plugged his book, Hidden Valley, The Awakening. That's his first book. 
And yeah, so that's that's the movie project that I was casting. Oh, I love that. I love it, yeah. man. Thanks. You ready for 20 questions? 20 questions, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Coffee or tea? Tea. I like. Did I? I don't know. <laughs> you can like both, it's okay. <laughs> Meat or veggies? Meat. YouTube or Netflix? That's Netflix. Netflix. Oh, it's not a good one. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Pizza or chocolate? Chocolate. Los Angeles or New York? Los Angeles. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z? Oh, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm surprised. That I've seen you with lots of little Pikachu's uh, everywhere. I thought painful. I was so sure that I really Pokemon felt was like going to be got, like metaphorically like just stabbed in the stomach there. You know, it was just like I oh, was torn. Painful. I still have my Pokemon card collection. <laughs> Vampires or zombies? Zombies. Canada or Scotland? Don't put me in that position, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's already done. Canada's closer, I guess. There you go. <laughs> Batman or Superman? Batman. I mean, sorry. No, no, go ahead, please. Three things that you, when you asked me to describe myself with three things, the first thing I said was Batman, the second thing I said was Goku, and the third thing I said was Netflix. So I'm just I'm being consistent right yeah, now. Yeah, you are, you are. <laughs> go on. The, wa- the Walking Dead or American Horror Story? The Walking Dead. Risk or Monopoly? Monopoly. Breaking Bad or Homeland? Breaking Bad. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Do you know who Michael Bolton is? I was going to say, do you know who that is? Because we had another guest who's similar age to you. She didn't know who he was. It's okay. Listen, the only reason we know who Michael Bolton is is because we're like late 20s. I'm 30. Ross is... Wait, let me Google him right now. I probably know him. I just don't know his name. So basically, uh, you will know him. The only you reason will. we know that we know him is because our moms used to be in love with him in the late eighties yeah. when we were kids, and we mm-hmm. were forced to listen to his music. I was forced to listen to music. Ross enjoyed <laughs> listening to. His music. I still <laughs> choose to listen to the odd track of Michael Bolton from now and you know now and then. Uh, he did the theme of Hercules, so that might be one that you oh. may be familiar with if you hear it. Yeah. All right, let's carry on. Oh, Education okay. or All experience? Right. I'll just listen to it later and be like, oh yeah, that guy! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love him. So, education or experience? Experience. Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin. Mm, it's one of like maybe four or five t- ticks that Ricky Martin has got. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sorry, I thought it would be a little close. I thought maybe be you know sort of fifty fifty between Gervais and Martin, but no, nope, nope. Gervais is kind of killing Gervais it. Gervais is killing it. You and I recently, I, uh, I recently converted to Gervais from Martin. Finally, finally. I grew up on Ricky Martin. I, I got to stay loyal to the guy. There you go. Whale or kale? What was the first one? Whale, like in the in the ocean, a whale. I feel like I'm saying oh, whale really weird. You are now. saying like, no, it's because you're you're because you're British. <laughs> you say but whale. no, but no. See, when I said it the second time, I was very conscious <laughs> that I was it was kind of like that Family Guy episode with cool whip, cool whip. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. What yeah, yeah. Whale, whale. I never say it like that. Whale. <laughs> 
I'm like completely doubting my existence now. <laughs> Which one is it? Which one? Which whale. one? Which, uh, <laughs> whale. whale. <laughs> Bet Midler or the Riddler? Riddler. And finally, sorry for this, but uh, you're gonna have to pick between moi or when you went like that you're talking to like no 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 no. mercy or ross or ross or mercio which one uh i'm gonna go with ross because his name's way easier to pronounce (laughs) yeah there's always there's always an easy scapegoat Okay, uh-huh. Joshua, I'll pretend like that didn't totally break my head. <laughs> uh, could you give a little bit of advice uh, for people who want to build up an audience on YouTube? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, shoot. There's a lot. I don't know. Okay, I'll just, I'll just start listing them. Yeah. Is, is it just for YouTube only or for like acting as well? Or anything well, that else? as well. That, that's kind of, I guess, together as, as well as separate. Like someone who wants to get themselves in front of uh, casting agents... Um, using YouTube and other social channels is kind of um, something we could talk about, but also just someone who just wants to build up a YouTube channel on their own. Okay. Okay. I, I believe this, this also works for YouTube as well. YouTube and acting. I think that one of the first things you want to do is get a manager more so for acting. You need to get a manager. I'm not that experienced with music, so I don't know what to say about that, but one of the first things I did for music was get a manager. Now, the manager can help you build your team, whatever that may consist of, whether it's someone to edit your stuff or someone to help you promote things or a publicist, things like that. A manager can help you with branding, you know, what kind of style you want to go for and how you want to brand yourself, your image, and just basically guide your career. Now, there's multi-channel networks out there that can partner your channel you, you should do your research. Make sure you go with a good one. You don't want to get stuck in a contract where they do nothing for you. And you could, at this whole time, you could have been on somebody else who actually helps you out. Some multi-channel networks have requirements of how, what size you have to be for them to help you look for brand deals. But some will just help you at whatever level you're at. The point is, those managers are going to be the ones to help you find brand deals. There are other websites like FameBit that I think the minimum is 1,000 subscribers. But... You can Google it. Google that stuff. You can Google most of the questions you have. So that that's one of the first things. I think another thing, one of the second things should be building your credentials. Do whatever you can. Try to get some experience under your belt, you know? Go out to those indie auditions. Those are usually less competitive than big studio films. Same with, you know, building your following. I feel like that's part of your credentials as well. And the third thing polish your talents i don't want to list these as like order of importance i was gonna say yeah because that should be number one (laughs) yeah yeah if i said that this is one of the first things you need to do just scratch that these are all the things you need to do (laughs) do in the order which you can i don't know what's more important you can judge it on your own but yeah definitely polish your talents and just consistently create content because what i've noticed from just Everyone that I've met, because I've met a lot of YouTubers this year, and everyone has been telling me that they've grown the best when they stayed consistent. You know, your your followers or your viewers, whatever you want to refer to them as, they they know that they can come back to something, and they know when to come back to something. It's like Game of Thrones saying they're going to release an episode this Sunday, and they don't. 
and everyone is flipping their heads off like, what is going on? <laughs> but, you know, they, they stay consistent just like every major network. So you kind of have to treat it as a business if you want to go about it this way. I think a part-time job is, unless you have money, then if you don't already have the money, then you have to make money. And acting, music, and YouTube is definitely not something that is just going to right away help you make money. It's sort of something that you have to build. So having a part-time job is going to help you with your startup. And this will keep you from becoming overly desperate for that next gig and save you from making a lot of bad decisions. That's, I believe that's all the advice I have at the moment. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Clear and simple. Clear and simple. Um, yeah, so everyone can, everyone can go check you out on your website, which is joshualeeyoung.com. And uh, you have uh, consistent branding, so we spoke about that. Twitter and YouTube is both slash Joshua Lee Young, which is wonderful. Um, everyone needs to go check them out on there. And uh, I'm currently writing my next solo album and uh, just recently released my uh, side project, Midnight Soundtrack's debut album, Foreplay. You can hear my music on marcianovelli.com. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which are all slash marcianovelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at electrickiwi and on Facebook, Design. And this episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton Presents. Find out more about what Chris does and how he can help you at chriskeaton.com. And if you'd like to sponsor the show, visit bridge-the-atlantic.com slash sponsors. Awesome, man. This has been great. Thanks so hey. much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, come back welcome. again. No, looking forward to it. Awesome. Oh, before you, you let before your, we wrap your, up. Your, before you wrap up, everyone who heard about their social media handles, make sure you go out of your way and turn on their notifications. That way you always get an alert every time they post something important. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that, uh, especially on Facebook, I don't think people realize that if you like someone's page, um, you won't necessarily ever see anything they post unless yeah. you actually click get notifications because Facebook wants to make our lives very difficult. <laughs> hey, every social media platform, they show it to maybe 1% of the people that have you added Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for that point. We actually might start including that in our uh, in our ending there. All right, buddy, come yeah, back sure. again, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> You're right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.